Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hey, I'm Mega Ran. And I'm Kay Murdoch. And we are Forever Famicom. And you're listening to Nerdy Show. Yeah! yeah. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Brandon. I'm Boar. I'm Kay. I'm Aaron. I'm Denica. Denica's a new voice on the show. You're going to be hearing a little bit more of her in the future. And uh, we're here outside on Aaron's porch after a Nerdy Show pool party. We're going to talk about Orlando Nerdfest. Are we going to talk about the pool party at all? Do you want to talk about the pool party? I don't know. You brought it up. I'm explaining why chicken. Why we're outdoors, and you can hear airplanes and, and crickets. Yeah. Gotcha. And we, we grilled. There, there was, was a, a hostage situation with mermaids. Yeah. That was cool. So I actually didn't mean to go to Orlando Nerdfest. I was looking for Orlando Birdfest. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness. I actually slapped in, in my all, knee. In all seriousness. But I ended up going to Orlando Nerdfest. And you know, it was, it was kind of similar to another music festival that's existed. Kind of similar turnout, similar music. So, you know, yeah. similar. In the wake of Nerdapalooza last year. Riding them coattails. It's this year's Nerdapalooza. It's a nerd music festival in Orlando. A ton of performers, actually five days worth of content which is a crazy lot. I wasn't there for all of it. It was like a marathon, huh? I was yeah. there for all of it. What? I was there all five days. How was that? Did you do Tiring. Drugs? I'm not allowed to speak on that record, was but it, I was, was really drunk it? most of the time. Was it yeah, worth it? it was worth it. It was a lot of fun. Green Ranger was there. Yeah, that's not really that cool, but like... <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> My favorite act was Urizen. They really blew me away. I hadn't really watched them all. My favorite thing, though, was Shape of the Dark Lord had an act. And I was like, oh, I'll see him. I've seen his stuff before. He's cool. I like him. And then he and then he did a Katy Perry song. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then he did Roar, but he said, I'm going to bring basically resolution to the song. What happens to the guy that knocked you down in the first place? So he combined two of my favorite things, Katy Perry and Anger and Rage. That was brilliant. It was pretty awesome. And, and it's free. Yeah, you can he listen to free. it on his band camp. Yeah. We should maybe close the episode out with it. I was going to buy it, that but he said no. That would be an no. excellent idea. He said, you can't buy it. I have to it's give it pretty, away. It's a pretty <laughs> awesome Legally. song. I was excited. Yeah, it's I can one. actually, I was at that performance too, and I kind of hate nerdcore, but there's a couple exceptions, and Schaefer is one of them. <laughs> What's funny is saying that you hate nerdcore seems to be par for the course, really, with most people that end well, up not, at these things. Most people I know say... I effing hate nerdcore. And you're like, why are you well, here? And I'm always like, and I don't think you do. I want to address Aaron's, uh, what he just said, because 
I consider nerdcore just the rapping. Like, yeah. Like, nerdcore, I've never heard that term applied to a nerdy band. Like, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't consider see, like, now, reality though. recording. It's an airplane. That's really happening. We yeah, didn't add that in in post. That's, that's actually a thing. But, yeah, no, I, I agree. Nerdcore should refer to nerdcore rap, the yeah. genre of rap, yeah. and not the bands. Let's move on to another those topic. Steampunk giraffes, though. Oh that, my God! Oh, steampunk. I knew what awesome. I was getting in for, but I don't know. And I know that all the people that were dressed up like the steam-powered giraffe guys knew what they were getting in for. But all the people who were there to see the nerdcore artists didn't have any idea what was going to happen. I didn't know what I they had, were. Yeah, no idea. I've been listening to them for like three years, and so like when they finally came here. I told Hex about him. He's like, that's really cool. And then we tried to get him for Nerdapalooza, but it didn't really work out. So I'm glad that they were it's able the to come down. the creepiest shit I've ever seen. Oh, they're, I they're, love it. Okay, well, hopefully it's a gimmick. Hopefully, you listeners know what steam-powered giraffe is. But Brandon, you've never experienced them before. You they, saw them live. They're, like, they're painted up like steampunk robots, and they move like animatronics you would see at what like Chuck Disney e. or old timey Chuck E. Cheese's right. like they're they're a band but they move like robots the whole time I say, was like how is he doing that what how, how does he oh. yeah I didn't it, I don't understand how they did it's that 60%, well percent for two hours sixty percent stage show yeah. and then forty percent music yeah, the, the, the show is more impressive they have like CG and like puppets and they have the a, Walter girl they actually have a puppet like, dragon that wasn't there but there was an interactive video yeah. now wait I wasn't at that I mean giraffe did I say show. dragon I meant giraffe yeah. how was CG Whatever. involved. They have videos. They had videos next that to they were stage. interacting with, with puppets on them and okay. CG and things. But if you don't, if you've never seen them, there's these two videos you need to check out because they're <laughs> fucked up. One is they did Rihanna's Diamond song, yeah, or whatever. Shine bright like a diamond. Which is creepy as shit. The one they did, and then another one, Honey Bee, which is one of their most popular songs. That's a good song. Yeah. Brass goggles is really good too. I had no idea. I was just there killing time before I had to um, pick up Word Burglar from the airport, and someone was like, "You should go see these steampunk giraffes," and I was like, "I don't know what that is." And that's steampunk giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> and steampunk they were actually giraffe. really good. Yeah, it was entertaining. Good. It was very entertaining. It was a very entertaining show. Yes. They have a lot of fans. They oh, did. Yeah. They're like the protomens of not protomen. Yeah. It's a different robot band. I think they use the same silver paint. They do. They do. <laughs> so is anything with a following protoman? No, yeah. the silver paint. Like no. it, oh, okay. they seriously look like I feel gotcha. like we should have like a robot band. And they were robots. So we're like, <laughs> yeah, who would win? Band-off. The post-apocalyptic robots or like the steam-powered robots? Well, I think the protoman are fighting the robots, so they should be enemies. <laughs> yeah. Well, they also are robots. Although, yeah. Well, I would definitely. Uh-oh download the Proto Man and listen to that. I don't know if I would download an album. See, that's the thing. Their music was... Because it was 60% stage show. Well, well, they they do have legitimate albums. They're releasing a third one. They were talking... I went to the panel for a little bit. Just because they have them doesn't mean they're good. All right. (laughs) Yeah, Orlando Nerdfest has panels. That's the big difference from Nerdapalooza. The only one I went to was the Steam Powered Giraffe one, and I was only there for a little bit because I didn't feel like standing. I went to the (laughs) pun-off panel with Tony. Sorry. They had a they had pun offs. You were there. I was not. Oh, I was there. I was there. <laughs> was there and promptly left after the For first joke. Yeah, that was only because you started giving out suggestions, which of course started with poop. Well, they didn't like Caligula <laughs> after that, so they went with like dinosaurs. It is sad liked. that they didn't like Caligula. Yeah. So Tony won. Yeah, Tony won uh, a sheriff's badge. Yeah, it was, the pun it was a real it was sheriff's badge from it's the real, 1800s. Real plastic. Yeah, wow. genuine, genuine. <laughs> first one ever made. That's just gonna encourage him. Steam Hard Giraffe, what's interesting about their fan base is they have a fan base who cosplay as them. With with Proto Men, the fan base doesn't cosplay as Proto Men, but they all know that they maybe might dress as But they wear the bandana. They, they might wear, Meg, like... wear Mega Man character costumes, or they would dress as citizens of that universe. Because they're a gang. They right. wear a bandana. Very different music, but similar like fan interaction, but also very different. 
However, while the Proto Men did not play Orlando Nerdfest, there was a Proto Man at Orlando Nerdfest. That confused me, actually. I could yeah. not find him. He was probably drunk in a room somewhere. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Oh, you know, have, you have stories. Was he drunk well, in your room? I was, well, we were all <laughs> hanging out with, like, we had a hanging, tight pizza party. Hanging out? A tight pizza party. Tight pizza party was a hashtag that we used throughout the weekend. Tight. Wait, I was in the tight pizza party room at some Excuse point. He was there. Were the pizzas there when you were there? How yeah, tight they was it? They weren't very tight. <laughs> this, um, tight. We had the Lazy Moon pizza. Lazy Moon like, pizza was huge. as big as two schoolboys. Yes, I had to fold it in half and <laughs> Asian then fold or it in American schoolboys. American schoolboys in Damn. two positions side Wait, by whoa, side which, like a yin yang. Which aspect was tight? <laughs> All of it was tight. Oh, the okay. buttholes. We went swimming. <laughs> it was cool. It was a cool time. Murphy Weller of the Proto Man was a guest during the Yuri's and Set on Sunday. It was a great show. It was show. amazing. So he played at Santa Claus? Uh, uh, yeah. He, he was in a box? My favorite part is a giant monster that they all fought, and then you had, like, Professor Shy Guy, Mega Ran. Everybody came out and fought the monster with them because they were down a member. So, like, it was nice to see all these other artists come in and join the fight. It's very much like a stage show thing that they put on where it's like a mad scientist who's fighting these other guys or trying to control them and then they break free and then fight a giant monster. One of the things I like most about Yurizen is that unlike Gwar or Killer Robots, they're actually good musicians. Yeah, they're what? Like they're too saying Gwar aren't good ma- musicians. Magicians, yes they are. But <laughs> magicians. I would never want to listen to a Gwar album. I would listen to a Yurizen album. My opinion, of course. They're not super metal, but they're just like music enough where you can listen to a whole album Music in Nugget enough. Time. <laughs> I don't know how to like. I love your description of genres. So Orlando Nerdfest stories. Anybody got them? Any cool? Yes. Things? Howie yeah. Mandel was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was shit. It was not Howie Mandel. It was creepy. It was the composer of Gears of War. <laughs> yeah. No, wait, no. No. God, God of War. God of War. God of War. I was hearing Gears. No. All. No. No. It's it's God of Gears. God of the X. Strip club DJ slash. <laughs> <laughs> he was, God he was reading people's names off his phone, and it was totally really was like, Mandela. Yeah. He exactly I wanted to like ask that. him if he could do the Gremlins voice. I want to be like, do the Gizmo voice. Be, like, be Bobby. Do Bobby's voice. Mr. Jenneric. <laughs> but like, I know. Was, Ted. As much as he was creeping on on girls the whole time, I have on like good authority he never closed one deal. <laughs> you would see Schaefer go with like two and three girls at a time into his hotel room, and Howie Mandel didn't have a single So you had him tailed all weekend. Yes. Uh, and that's probably why he didn't have any girls with him, because you're following it. He had a telltale. All right, so the, the main headliner was Nobuo Uematsu. Yep, composer of most scores for Final Fantasy. So Critical Hit, I think, came on before, and Nobuo comes out with his with the Earthbound Papas. Yes. I think, yeah. And they're all just sitting at a table, like right next to me. And Critical Hit starts playing a song that he composed, and he's jamming out to it. That's how cool this guy is. He's standing there jamming out to his own music that someone else is playing, like, <laughs> rocking to it. Because he's like, this is awesome. And he doesn't say this is awesome because he doesn't speak that much English. But so he goes on. I listen to it. Sigoy Desne! That was awesome. Hi, Mandel translated. But, okay. So he does his set, and here's the thing that sucked about Nerdfest is it goes really late every day, and I have to fucking work in the morning, and it's not always on the weekend. That's a music festival you've Yeah, just yeah, described. whatever. So he goes on, he goes for an hour, and I'm like, well, his time says he's up in like five minutes, so unless, unless he suddenly plays like Dancing Mad, which is like 15 to 20 minutes long, I'm gonna leave. And so we're like, okay, well, let's go. And then he goes, and next is Dancing Mad. I'm like, shit. And so he stayed like another 20 minutes. Yeah, even though 20 it was always minutes in. And then at the end of it, I was like, okay, now I can leave. 
I said, but I've never seen him perform. And I always story. wanted to. So true story. It was it was great. He's like epic. His his organ playing was obviously like really fantastic, or his keys or whatever. He used this an organ an awful lot. The band, the whole band was tight. Like they were, it was really. I didn't well know done. about the Earthbound Papas. I mean, he usually he plays with Black Mages, so I don't know what the deal is there. Well, he's been he's been with Earthbound Papas for so quite a while. Black Mages now. is over. I guess the, so. Yeah. That was. His I old went to the band. panel, and apparently the reason was the Black Mages were his band that only did Final Fantasy music, uh, but he's composed music for like Blue Dragon, Lost Odyssey, etc. I other, love Lost other Odyssey. Other games, so. Earthbound Papas was created so he could expand and play from everything that he's And yet written. they only played Final Fantasy music at Nerdfest. <laughs> I don't the remember the, the yeah. set list off the top of my I, head. I listen so. to every song. It was always a Final Fantasy game. Oh, oh yeah. He, d- he did a Metal Gear, didn't he? Yeah, I remember him saying Metal Gear. I think he did a Metal so. Gear song. Metal Gear Solid. He's, um, that was him. He's a big connoisseur of craft beers. And um, it's just something. Yeah, he's a connoisseur. Like he just no no oh, vegan Glitch, beers. Oh, just hanging out drinking beer with him. Yeah, and um, some of the Geek Easy people, he likes to drink beers of like the areas he's in. So they left a bunch of like uh, Cigar City beers by his hotel door, which is a little creepy, but not really because you know he likes it. So you know that was he pretty likes neat. It. Yeah. It's not creepy. If it's I mean, he likes, he likes craft beers, and you know, where's he gonna get it at that hour at a hotel? You know, he's just gonna get like Bud. So I introduced uh, Shay for the Dark Lord to spray on sunscreen. <laughs> Excuse me. Well, I guilt tripped him into going in the pool with me for an hour on Sunday between some sets, Ooh. and he had to go upstairs to put on suntan lotion. And he was complaining. He's he's a hair suit gentleman, and I didn't um, know that he is. And uh, was complaining about wait trying did you to just put say on hair suit. Hair yeah, suit. <laughs> he has a hair suit when he takes his clothes off. Gotcha. All right. And it's a jungle down I just there. never, I've never heard that term, and you said it in a way that sounded like some sort of a it one like word. It sounds like what it is. A hirsut? Hirsut. I was like, what's a hirsut? <laughs> it's German. Hirsut. Das hirsut. Anyway, it's yeah. really hard to get that suntan It's like a jungle with a snake popping out. Yeah. So I let him borrow my spray on sunscreen. And you rub it in? He had to, she had to spray half the bottle. <laughs> it would just get caught in his hair. None of it's going to make his way to the, to the skin. It has oh. micronized particles that can penetrate hair. Orlando Nerdfest overall, really great experience. I mean, the same great communal vibe from the people who were there. Wasn't really, really any bigger than um, Nerdapalooza. It no, it was it was smaller than the previous year. Once, I mean, okay, the turnout. I mean the turnout. So yeah. was the Steam Powered Giraffe fans left because they were only there for that set. They didn't yeah. care about any of the other musicians that played. As soon as they left, the convention got a lot smaller. It sucked. And it, yeah. but it did, but then it didn't because I felt like it was a lot more like everybody was friends hanging out and not just there to impress each other. Right. And with their knowledge of the bands, they were just there to enjoy music and be a part yeah. of it. It felt good. And maybe like experience a new band. Yeah, like, like I, I never heard of Word Burglar Punk, and Dragon. like that Word guy was the best. Word Burglar played I miss the year he's like the nicest dude ever. Two thousand and eight. It may have something to do with him being mm-hmm. Canadian, but he was a super oh, nice yeah, dude. Oh yeah, it's because he's Canadian. That's why he's good with words. He said sorry so many times. I know. <laughs> I would say that Orlando Nerdfest was much like Nerdapalooza 2011. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was at the Marriott that year. Um, coincidentally, coincidentally, so Coincidentally. But um, aren't, aren't we all like impressed that they were able to pull it off? Absolutely. I mean, For sure. My advice to them would be to not have it be five days. I think that that was way too much. They uh, really reached out there and like I stretched think, themselves pretty thin. Yeah, and I, I a lot like to take in. To me, it's kind of just like they don't want to say no. <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And while I totally understand that, the sense of community, you know, wanting to be all inclusive, I think especially since now this is supposed to be a for-profit, whereas Nerdapalooza was non-profit, right. like they really need to... So non-profit it went bankrupt. To, they need to nar- oh. narrow down no. their choices of who, of who they have performed. Like I couldn't even see Frontalot or any of the people that closed on Sunday because it was so late at night. Yeah, right. uh, For one, I missed I, a lot like, of bands because it was It largely was so ran on time, days. though, actually. That's something, it did. Like, that was which impressive. Is, which is surprising, it did yeah. largely run on time. <laughs> The people that I normally go to see, like Lars in front of a lot, Mega Ran, Schaefer, and stuff, like I miss most of those, except yeah. for like Lars and Tuffy tail end of front of a lot set. But most of those guys I've seen before, so it was nice to run around and just hang out with people. They had free video games in one of the rooms, and we did that. And we did karaoke, which did all really well, like the one night that we actually got to do it. There were lots of activities going on simultaneously, yeah. which I think is really cool. That's something that is really novel. We've just had a straight-laced music festival. So for if you're like, oh, I don't like this band. Let's see what's going on in this other room. I think they were trying to make it more of a convention, partly, mm-hmm. you know, with the karaoke room and, and all of that. And the panels. And the panels. Yeah. And There's the only panels. two rooms. But even, I don't know I don't and the gaming room. That's How long one is San Diego Comic-Con? Is that an entire week? Practically, but I mean it's a very different beast. But uh, right, no, I'm just I'm trying uh, to think of like how like, long are these. Like, Comic Con is Wednesday is preview night, Thursday is a light day, well, but still a full fast. day. Well, Moog Fest was a five day this year, and it should never be a five day. <laughs> five days is too much. I miss a lot. There was like it's I, I think on Friday there were people that played during the day. Didn't Random Encounter play at like eleven like, yeah. o'clock? It was on one. Friday. It was like one o'clock. Yeah. Right. But, I'm yeah. at work on Friday. You've seen Random yeah. Encounter once, no, you've seen them. I saw a lot of posts on <laughs> particularly Thursday of like friends that went there that were like, where is everybody? And I was like, everybody was like, like we're, we're working. We're working. <laughs> Sorry. You can't underestimate how great a really tight pizza party three-day festival is. <laughs> a good three-day festival, even if you got to turn people away, a well-curated three-day festival yeah. cannot be overlooked. It's a perfect balance. Five is That's the word I, I should have been looking for. It, need, it needs to be better curated. Yeah. But hey, I mean, what they had there was incredible. It was a great showing. It was, I mean, it was easily the biggest turnout of nerd music at a single event in Orlando, if not... You're talking about band-wise. Maybe. Yeah, like... The acts. Yeah, I mean, like, it's got to be one of the biggest amassing of the nerd music, the multi-genre beast that is nerd music of all time, probably. Let's just call it all nerdcore. No, we all agree on that. No, no. I went to that nerdcore convention. I didn't get to talk about how awesome the Returners were. Yeah! I don't know who that is. Explain. They were awesome. They had a flute. Returners were my favorite performance of last year's Nerdapalooza, but they came on first and no one fucking saw them. I didn't see them last year this year. Check out our full video coverage of the entirety of Nerdapalooza 2013 on the links to this episode's page on our YouTube channel, where you can see the Returners perform 
and they're fucking great. It do was you, awesome. Do you yeah. think next year they'll return? Uh, the, the Returners are a video game music group out of Austin, Austin and yeah. they do incredible stuff. Lauren, the lead vocalist, is also a flautist. She's she's a great flute player. She's a great singer. Uh, Why is that so funny? He's over here like, oh, flute. Flautist is Loutist. a funny word. Pianist. Returners fucking rock. I had I missed their set this year, which is a oh tragedy. Great to me, but that was my favorite. What do they do that's so good? Because I haven't seen them yet. Play music. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just that good. They are they're just that good. They are perhaps the best video game music band that are not from the industry themselves, like Nobuo Imatsu or uh, Critically. Like they're, yeah. they they're, were legitimate they're just... musicians before they entered the like nerdy realm. So are they nerdcore? That's no, they, that's, that's what they play like. They play well, like they have a sure. very but their core. They could is probably nerds. get a rapper to like come on one of their sets, and then they could become nerdcore. They have no. that potential. Why I guess. don't they just make music for video games then? Why do they perform for us for no money? Because they make awesome arrangements, and oh. they got an album coming out. You can pre-order it, and we'll link to it Here, on this episode's here's page. Here's the thing I want to know. Good, that's good. Here's what I want to know. They do obviously they do awesome video game covers, but you said they have an album coming out. Do they have original music? Because that's what I like. I don't that's, think they do. I no. want to know if a band's that good, they should make some original pieces. Well, yeah, you, you, you know what? You can say that, but no one's gonna turn out to see their shows. What? Because people come out for the video games. They do. But if they're that good. Then this is their video game music I can only band. hear the same song they'll, done by so many different they'll bands. They'll create you know? another band if they want to yeah, do that. So I've heard the Legend of Zelda theme the song a hundred times. Well, they, they do songs from the second Echo the Dolphin game. Did anyone even play that one? Does it matter? Not, yes. No, no one here has played it. That's deep cut. So why would you even know? I played the first one when you go onto an alien spaceship. I couldn't beat it. That shit was hard. You're a dolphin on a fucking spaceship. There's no water. Anyway. <laughs> they're cool. They're awesome. If you saw them, you would lose your shit. I know it. That's all you uh, Well, good, because I need a laxative. <laughs> <laughs> right about now. Need a laxative. I need to lose my Check shit. Check out the returners. Literally. We need a pun. Where's Tony when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> Splice and Tony clip there. <laughs> my favorite thing of the weekend was a surprise performance from Zantilla. Uh, if you listen to a nerdy show, you might recognize that name because we played him on the X-Files episode. He's not a conventional chiptunes artist. He's working with the chip sound currently, but that's not like the genre he comes from. And he created a concept album based around the different kinds of alien encounters you can have. And Wait, there's different... I thought there was just like a third encounter. There's close encounters. Right. The, what, what the hell is four through the, seven? They're, they're different grades. I don't remember them off the top of my head. But it's, it's a really f- fantastic album. This is the first time... He's performed as Zantilla anywhere, and he did a set that was practically not promoted at all during Front Lot set on the last night. See, so I almost, know, I didn't know what that band was. I would have seen him. Almost no one saw it, but it was great. He's a fantastic performer. He's out of Tampa, so I look forward to seeing him and a he's lot not more. Coming back? No, he's he. <laughs> we he book him by the Geekies. I think you might. Yes, we should, Aaron. Yeah. That was really cool for me. Uh, he was an awesome guy, and his music rocks. And we'll link to where you can check it out on this episode's page. So that was the gist of our Nerdfest experience. The gist. Yeah, the, the, the jizz. The jizz. Looking forward to, uh, <laughs> to seeing what they do next year. Six days next year. That's what we think. <laughs> every Six every year. Six more days. One more Six day. Six more days. Yeah, every year we got another day. Well, the sun's gone down. You know what that means. Vampires. Yep. Yeah, and werewolves. So. Yep. Just say no fangs. Yeah, well, there's no moon tonight, is there? No. Well, the sky's red over there, blood red. And I saw a bat just now. I actually did. Bat. Um, <laughs> cool story. Cool. Yep, thanks. <laughs> All right, guys, we're at a pool party. I don't have my notes in front of me, so we got to cut to me in the studio so I can read off the cool people who've done stuff. Um, and Aaron made a fart noise with his mouth. That was just, he farts out of his mouth. <laughs> it smells. <laughs>
Right. So the Nerdy Show Network is entirely run on your generous donations. And every month, we require a minimum of $300 in order to keep the lights on. So far, we're at the halfway mark of $150. And that's thanks to only four very generous people. Matthew Cox, Kurt Fortenberry, Eric Maxiner, who said, When I get bad days, I donate money. Thanks for cheering me up with the nerdy tunes and podcasts. And Dr. Talos, who said, Some well-deserved money. Specifically, I want to highlight the nerd groove and bits, rhymes, and life. Great stories, great tunes. We're glad you guys are enjoying that new programming on the Nerdy Show Network. And for donating to us, you get rewards that you so rightly deserve. Not only, of course, do you get the wonderful, complimentary entertainment of Nerdy Show, but all you donors get sent new and exciting perks in the mail, including a ridiculous amount of outtakes and deleted content from all across the network. Don't believe me? Just have a look at the bonus perks list linked to on the Nerdy Show support page. The two most recent perks are 10 minutes of outtakes from our Ninja Turtles 30th anniversary episode, where we talk with Steve Murphy, one of the Turtles writers, as well as over 20 minutes of outtakes from various Nerdy Show episodes across the year. A lot of fun and super weird stuff. If you got something to say about this episode or any of the other episodes, then uh, leave us a comment. You can either do it on the Nerdy Show page Or, now that all the Nerdy Show episodes are hosted on SoundCloud, you can actually comment exactly where a thing is that you want to comment on, right in the timeline. So try that feature out if you haven't. Our last two episodes were all lightning dogs, and uh, they got a great response, including a bunch of new fan art. The latest comes in from Simon Newell, who did art for Halloween Jack, Captain Scrap, and one of the Ninja Cats from Japan. You can check that out either at the Lightning Dogs Facebook page, or the Lightning Dogs fan art page at lightningdogs.com. If you've ever listened to Ghostbusters Resurrection and thought to yourself, well, darn it, I wish I could play the same updated, awesome version of the original 1980s Ghostbusters role-playing system that Doug created for that podcast series and get in on that amazing ghost-busting action, well, very soon we're going to have just what Dr. Peter Vankman ordered. Keep an eye on nerdyshow.com slash gbrpg or very simply, gbrpg.com, where we're going to start hosting all the resources you'll need to start your own Ghostbusters role-playing game. There's a discussion currently going on in the forums where we detail all that stuff, and you can check out a special project I've been working on with Doug and Nerdy Show fan and artist Matasm, where we've been redesigning and expanding the original 1980s Ghostbusters equipment cards. But uh, more on all that later. Suffice it to say, keep an eye out on that URL, and uh, join the discussion in the forums if Ghostbusters role-playing is something that whets your appetite. But now, back to the gang, chilling on Aaron's porch. Another way you can support Nerdy Show is by buying shit through our Amazon link. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure you, dear internet browser, savvy nerd person, use Amazon to buy your things. You can support Nerdy Show by buying your Amazon things just as you normally would. All the things. All you gotta do is click on the Amazon link on our front page. And it'll take you to the store of your choosing. If you're in Canada, awesome. If you're in the UK, great. If you're in America, even better. (laughs) Tune in next week for another brand new Nerdy Show. Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm Brandon. Bye, I'm Boar. Bye, I'm Kay. Bye, I'm Aaron. Bye, I'm Danica. See you next time. Here's Schaefer the Dark Lord's rendition of Roar. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a hair suit. (laughs) I won't shave it.
a sunburn really easily because I'm white. I'm That's pretty it. sure Schaefer's going to defriend me now. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Nerdy Show. We mean that. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. 
To find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 